Geek Nation, my name is Cody Spitzelberger, and welcome to the Geek Nomination Podcast. Today is October 4th, 2015. I am all that is here today due to some scheduling conflicts. Uh, We will not be having a full Geek Nomination Podcast today, but there was quite a bit of news that I felt like needed to be talked about, so I didn't want to leave you guys without any content today. We're just going to do a quick 20-30 minute newscast, and that's all we're going to do today, so let's get this started. Starting off with film today, there was the confirmation from Kathleen Kennedy that Star Wars The Force Awakens will continue the Skywalker family legacy. Uh, This really shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, especially it isn't to me. I know out of all of us, I am probably the least invested in the Star Wars um, extended universe, but I obviously do love and enjoy the movies. But the movies have always had such a focus on the Skywalker's family in general, so I felt I really don't feel like they were going to take that away. The confirmation is nice, though. It will be interesting to see how much the... um, the saga is continued with the Skywalkers, but nevertheless, nice confirmation that we do know it is still happening. Next up, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice is officially rated PG-13. Again, this really shouldn't surprise anyone. Uh, rating it rated R would um, alienate too many fans, too many younger fans that are going to be invested into this movie. Um, this really shouldn't surprise anyone. At least it doesn't to any of us. Jeremy Irons and Brendan Gleeson have been cast in the Assassin's Creed movie. This is actually pretty awesome. Jeremy Irons, you know, has been in a million things over the last couple of years. No stranger to the film industry. It's great to see him on board. Uh, and Brent, yeah, Brendan Gleeson, most well-known for his role as Mad-Eye Moody on, in the Harry Potter series. Very, very cool to see two huge established actors come into this film. In more disheartening news, we did get the confirmation from Hasbro that we will be seeing a Transformers 5, 6, 7, and 8, uh, all con- all directed by Michael Bay. Um, this is a little terrifying. I know the latest one, which I don't even remember what it was called, Age of Extinction, something like that. Never saw it. After everyone said it was awful, I was like, nope, I'm good. Um, this franchise really just needs to die, and they're just really milking it at this point, and it's really unfortunate to see that Really, all they have an interest in doing is just milking this franchise as long as they can. Michael Bay is just going to continue to make the movies because he knows he can. He knows that the or the um, that Hasbro is just going to keep allowing him to. So, a little disappointing in that respect. Last piece of new movie news I want to talk about today. So, there have been a lot of rumors this week about a Game of Thrones movie coming out. This is weird, especially coming from someone who has never really been invested in the Game of Thrones series. But the idea, you know, the... The episodes are usually about an hour long, and you want to make a movie out of that, which basically they end up being like two, two and a half, three episodes. I think the only real way to be able to pull this off would to be kind of do a story completely separate from the um, the TV show, which I don't know if people would be on board for that, because they do have these established characters at this point that the people love. So kind of bringing in a new light just for kind of a one-off thing, I don't think that'd be very successful. I personally don't believe these rumors are true it'll be interesting to see if they actually are um hopefully i can get andrew to shed a little bit more light on this i know he is definitely the biggest game of thrones diehard out of all of us but for the meantime that's all we have on that switching gears into the tv realm here we got the pretty cool confirmation this week that uh cory taylor of slipknot fame is going to be lending his screams to a creature in doctor who i think this is really cool this a musician you know the singer of one of if not the most successful metal bands in today's music scene uh, slipknot performing in a tv show for nothing more than his scream and his ability to be a musician i think this is really 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 super cool um props to doctor who for allowing him to do this and coming up with such a cool idea you know, me being a musician myself, I'm always I always love when musicians get to do really cool stuff like this. We're also seeing a Doctor Who spin-off coming called Class, 
which is going to extend on the story of certain characters. I think the character that I'm mainly going to be focusing on is Patrick Ness. Um, I've never really watched Doctor Who. This is a lot of me talking about stuff today that I have no idea what I'm talking about, which kind of sucks. But regardless, I think it's really super cool that we are seeing more from the Doctor Who universe. We're seeing more shows than just the the standard Doctor Who. We're going to get more, get more people invested in it. I think that's always great. In Flash news, we got the confirmation that in Season 2, we're going to be seeing a new Firestorm. Season 2 does its premiere this week um, here at Good Game Nation, where most of us are very, very excited for that premiere. So expect to hear a lot more about that next week. But this new Firestorm, uh, me and Zane think that this is probably just a Firestorm from an, another dimension with um, the confirmation that we're going to be seeing a lot of alternate and parallel dimensions in the season. After the events of Season 1, um, this really doesn't surprise me. It is really cool. It might be something completely different. We will have to see. In other news, we're seeing some new rumors that there might be a Watchmen um, TV series being developed at HBO. I personally loved the Watchmen film that came out. You know, I haven't seen it in a long time. You know, young little Eddie Cody seeing that movie. Thought it was really cool with some of the stuff they were able to do. I think that a show or like a comic like Watchmen would work really well as an HBO series because they really don't have a lot of limits in that sense. They can kind of give a lot of the same weird and cool attention that the movie had and seeing how they've done Game of Thrones we can kind of expect something similar I really 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 like this um, there's some rumors that would be a prequel or a sequel to some of the stuff that was established in the, the movie and stuff like that I would love it, it would be really cool if they could even get some of those old actors back um, that would be really really cool pretty excited to learn more about this something I know Zane is really 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 excited about, um, Damage Control which is a series from Marvel is being developed by ABC right now as a TV show. Uh, Damage Control, it's pretty makes sense. It's bas- or it makes a lot of sense. It's basically the idea of, you know, every time there's a superhero-related catastrophe, you know, who's going to come in and clean up the mess. I know Zane has talked about this show a lot to me in the past, and he has really, really been into it. So I'm interested to see what more he has to say about this. I'm interested in general because this seems like a really, really cool idea. Something a little little different from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into that extension Agent Carter. But I really, really like the idea. So we'll have to see how that develops over the coming weeks. That is actually it for TV news today, so let's jump into our final segment of gaming, where we actually do have quite a bit of stuff today. Probably the biggest thing that came out of the gaming realm this week was that Microsoft had acquired intel's havoc engine uh havoc was a physics engine that has been used in you know tons of games over the last couple years you know just a couple a couple noteworthy ones you know you have stuff that was used in destiny you have um crackdown 3 dragon age inquisition call of duty advanced warfare infamous second son a bunch of big stuff and people were freaking out about this and i personally don't really understand why you know microsoft always does have a good reason to acquire something like this, and I don't think this is really a big deal. You know what? I get that some people are like, oh, Microsoft is slowly becoming a monopoly because they're slowly acquiring pieces of the industry that people always use. I don't really think that's it. I think they have a main reason behind this. They did talk about how they kind of want to put this more into the cloud and make this available to everyone, which is really, really cool. So I'm pretty interested to see where this goes from here on out. Switching over into Destiny news, uh, in the weekly update this week, we did get the update on Crucible. Iron Banner will be returning uh, next week 
beginning on October 13th and extending for that week like usual. During that same week, uh, Trials of Osiris, the big quote-unquote in-game content of Destiny PvP, will be returning that Friday on December, or I'm sorry, October 16th. I don't know if I said December earlier. Those are both October. But great to see that those are coming back. I know that Mize and John Luke are very, very, very super excited to hop into some Iron Man or hop into some Trials. You know, let's kick some ass. So going to be really, really cool. If you're on PS4, you did see that a 3.0 firmware camera came out this week. And right now it's kind of really buggy from what I've been experiencing and what I've been hearing from other people. Um, they added some really cool things. I think the main thing that they added, which people are most excited about, was the idea of communities, which is basically, you know, you have the games that have their clans built into them, like Destiny and stuff like that. But now Sony has kind of jumped on this whole bandwagon and given you the ability to make communities built around certain games, and you, know, you can invite your friends, and it just becomes basically a way for people to talk about the game. And you can see, you know, you have like 20 people in the community, and you can see when they're playing the game that your community is based around. I think this is a really cool idea. Again, it's a little buggy. I made a community for a bunch of our Destiny friends, sent them an invitation, and then the next day they were saying how they were getting invitations almost every 10 minutes to this. So it's a little weird right now. Um, there was also the events thing, which I really don't understand the point behind this, but it is basically a way for developers to create events for their games. I would have really liked if there was some user capability with this. So for example, if I could create, oh hey, you know, next Sunday we're going to have Rocket League night. And I can just invite a bunch of my friends on PS4 and they can respond to that. I really think that that was a missed opportunity. Just having this locked down to developers I think is really going to limit its capabilities. I think maybe down the line we will see some user functionality with it. But it's a little interesting. But when you go into the events tab right now, uh, it pretty much almost breaks your PS4 to the sense where it, everything's lagging. If you try to exit it at one point, it might just freeze your PS4. It's a little scary. So 3.0 is out. A little, little cautious about it. But, you know, they'll fix it. They always do. Jumping over to Halo now, we get the confirmation from 343 Industries this week that they are already working on Halo 6. I really don't understand why this was news to anyone. You know, Halo 5 comes out in a little less than a month, and obviously they're going to be working on their next big title. You know, this is news for not a real big reason. I really don't understand why, but it's interesting nonetheless. Project Spark will soon be free, and as part of this, uh, Conquer big, Conquer's Big Reunion, the DLC built-in spark that kind of was a continuation of Conquer's Bad Fur Day, a phenomenal game for the Nintendo 64. Uh, Conquer's Big Reunion has been canceled. Um, don't really know the whole reasoning behind it, so I'm hoping we're going to get a little more info on why this is happening. I know I was personally pretty excited for this, being a big Conquer fan. It was something I was definitely looking forward to to get when I did get my Xbox One. So it is a little upsetting to see this is happening, but I'm sure there's a reason behind it. We just have to wait for that reason. Let's talk about Batman, because we haven't done that in a little bit. Um, I do know that the Nightwing DLC that was released last week, everyone's been saying it's probably the best DLC they've put out, but it still kind of has the similar problem that all the Arkham DLCs have. So there's that. It's pretty good, but it's still, you know, it's a little subpar for a DLC. At the same time, um, the PC version of Arkham Knight will be making its way back to being on sale, hopefully by the end of October. There was an announcement this week from Warner Brothers 
that said that, as you know, we released a major patch for Batman Arkham Knight PC a few weeks ago. While there were significant performance improvements made to the game, the teams are continuing to work on additional updates that were outlined in our previous post. We expect these updates to be ready at the end of October, at which time the PC version will be re will be made available for purchase again. In addition, support for all DLC that has been released for the console version will be in place. Thank you again for ev thank you again for your continued patience and support. We'll be sure to update everyone as soon as the update is live. Thank God, this whole Arkham Knight PC thing has kind of been a disaster, and I think it really has put a stain on Warner Brothers Interactive's entertainment reputation, especially after all the problems they were having with uh, Mortal Kombat X. You know, seeing those problems extend into another game, I think that people are going to be a lot more wary about their PC games from here on out. As an extension of this, Warner Brothers has announced that they have, quote, endless possibilities for more Batman games. I think um, this really shouldn't be a surprise. Again, the fact that, you know, the Arkham series was so successful for them, they're going to kind of want to keep putting out games. Hopefully they are of similar or better quality as the previous Arkham games. But this really doesn't surprise me. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, we talked about the idea of a Justice League or maybe even like a Superman, um, Green Arrow, all those individual heroes games for them. It'd be interesting to see if that ever comes to light, but we do know right now they want to make more Batman games. Really doesn't surprise me. Uh, it's been a while since we've heard from this, but the Warcraft 3 fan remake that has been in development for I think about a year now uh, recently put out a new video showing a little bit more multiplayer action, specifically battles between humans and orcs. Um, it was basically just a little update, letting us know that, hey, we're still alive. So, that's pretty cool. I'm pretty excited for this. You know, Warcraft 3, probably one of my, probably my favorite RTS of all time. So, if I get to replay it again in beautiful HD, I'm definitely going to jump on board with that. Well, we all knew this next piece of news was coming, and it's unfortunate that we were all right. Uh, we did get the confirmation from Konami this week that Metal Gear Solid, the series, will be continuing with that with Hideo Kojima. Um, the fans are all kind of have the idea that not really, you know, Metal Gear without Hideo Kojima is really not Metal Gear at all. So it'll be interesting. I honestly think if anything happens, you know, Konami's going to make maybe one game and see the backlash from it. And then they're maybe just going to let Metal Gear die off for me, but they're going to give the rights to Kojima Productions. Maybe. I mean, I really don't. That would be incredible. I honestly don't know if Konami would be that cool about that, especially with their recent business practices that we have seen. But it'll be interesting to see what comes out of this. This next piece of news I know a couple of us over at Geek Domination are super excited about. Uh, we did get the news that a Mass Effect theme park attraction will be opening in 2016. It will be a 4D ride, um, similar to stuff like Star Tours seen at Disney World and stuff like that. But it will be releasing at Great American's Action Theater. Hopefully we will be seeing it in 2016. This is pretty cool. Um, I know we have been slowly starting to see more video game um video game inspired um amusement parks and amusement park rides um i think this is going to kind of shed the light for more rides like this you know i think this is really cool you know you're kind of crazy if you don't think this is cool but yeah it's pretty cool that's all i really have to say about it um nintendo um, dropped a ton of new Smash Bros. DLC this week. It was just a ton of Mii Fighter costumes, including, I'm just going to read a couple of these, I'm not going to read everything. You have the Toad Hat, the Fox Hat, Captain Falcon's Helmet, a Toad Outfit, um, a Fox Outfit, a Captain Falcon Outfit, a bunch of other random really weird cool stuff. 
and you will also there is also a duck hunt stage now in the Wii U and 3DS versions of the games. You can go out and buy these right now. Um, the total cost of this bundle is five twenty-five, or you can get individual pieces for seventy-five cents a piece. Oh, and for Wii U, there was also the um, Wind Waker pirate ship level that was in Smash Brothers Brawl that finally got moved over to the Wii U version of the game too. So that's pretty cool. Um, I think our final piece of news today is going to be the congratulations to those of Twitch Plays Dark Souls, which it has been interesting to see um, Twitch Plays evolve from its humble beginnings in um, Pokemon. You know, we've that whole time was a crazy time to be on the internet, and now we've seen them beat Dark Souls. You know, it took them 43 days. You know, the idea that they were able to beat a game like Pokemon, and now they're able to beat a game like Dark Souls. Like this is, this is ludicrous. I don't understand what is happening. Um, I don't think the whole Twitch plays genre of entertainment is going to be going away anytime soon. I'm curious to see you know new games coming out within the next couple of months. You know the big one that comes to mind is Fallout 4. I feel like we'll definitely have Twitch plays Fallout 4. That'll be really fun to watch. And I think that is going to do it for today, guys. Um, again, thank you for listening on this little itty-bitty newscast. You know, again, it's not a full podcast that I know you guys love, but due to scheduling conflict, you know, people being sick, you know, stuck at work, other commitments, you know, we couldn't do a full podcast today. But we did want to give you something. Uh, just a couple notes, you know, uh, those who are excited for the um, Star Wars Battlefront beta, that is happening this week. From October 8th until October 12th, you know, we'll be sharing our thoughts on the beta as next week's podcast topic. So look forward to that. Um, the beta will be available on PS4, Xbox, and PC. Through PC, it's going to be made available through Origin. The other two, you know, just go to your or your respective stores on online and just download them. I think the download for Xbox One and PS4 was about 6-7 gigs, if I remember correctly. And then the PC version is a little bit larger at, I think, 8 or 9. That one they did say you were going to be able to preload starting October 7th. So that'll be cool. A couple other announcements for us from us here at Geek Combination. We have a lot going on with trying to develop more content with for you guys. You know, thank you for being patient with us. We just came off Destiny Month. We hope you guys really enjoyed that. We really want to add more themed months in the next coming months. So if you have any idea for those, you know, post them in the comments of any of our facebook post you know post them as a comment to this podcast etc cetera, etc cetera. you know we're always looking for your guys feedback and ideas two more things from my side um i am going to be starting streaming this week we'll be doing a stream similar to anthony's where he just does one day weekly my day is going to be fridays uh, it's probably going to be from about four until nine p.m um mountain time we'll be doing a similar thing we'll just be picking a random game you know something that this came out Something that you guys are interested in. I have a really cool ideas for like I have a bunch of games that I absolutely love that no one's really played, so I really kind of want to show more of those off. So you can look forward to that. And one last thing, um, I don't know if some of you remember the couple shows, the couple episodes of the show, my own show, Excess uh, RP. I am looking to bring that show back. I had to take a break from it from some stuff that was going on in my own personal life, but I'm hoping to bring that back soon um especially with blizzcon being on the horizon you know about a month until blizzcon i'm going to blizzcon i'm very 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 super excited for this 
Um, I'm sure we will definitely see some um, some excessive RP content coming out of that. But that just about does it for today, guys. You know, as always, you can contact us at geeknominationlisteners at gmail.com. Um, send us your comments, your questions, you know, anything. We will share it on the podcast if we feel it is appropriate and you give us permission. Um, you can always visit our website for at geekdomination.net to see all of our news posts. There was a lot of news that happened this week that I did not cover, but don't have time for it. Don't know, really know how to talk about it. So if you were interested to see what else we were posted, no, geekdomination.net. Go to the news tab. You can see everything that we posted. As always, you can listen to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. And I think that does it for today, guys. Again, apologies for the shorter cast. But I hope you did enjoy this little mini cast with news. You know, a little bit of shorter content for those who can't commit to the larger stuff all the time. Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time.